0: A scene from Mad Max is how one surfer has described the chaos on Muriwai Beach when vehicles are hooning around. The death of a young person has sparked calls for vehicles to be permanently banned from the beach on Auckland's west coast. Cars can go up to 60 k's an hour on parts of Muriwai Beach, which is packed with people on hot summer's days. Our reporter Jordan Dunn and cameraman Nick Monroe have the story.
1: It's a 45-kilometre stretch of beach used by swimmers, surfers, fishers, walkers, runners and vehicles, which can travel along certain parts of this beach at 60 k's an hour. Today, there are none in sight, a temporary ban after yesterday's tragedy.
2: They were down there, close to where we were. They were a distinct-looking car, so we knew exactly what car it was. Just doing numerous doughnuts, just hooning it up with a storm.
1: Tim Sullivan is a regular fisher at the beach, and saw yesterday's accident unfold.
2: The police were around yesterday. We saw them twice over the day, so they were patrolling. But you can miss them easy enough because you see so far down the beach when there's any police. And then as we're leaving the beach, uh, a big kerfuffle, and lo and behold, it was the very same car, and obviously somebody was dead.
1: Tim was back today, disappointed to find the vehicle entrance blocked and with a security guard on deck.
2: It's ridiculous. It's just a... New dirt reaction. I ask you this how many drownings have there been in the last six months? I think there's been about five at Meruai Beach. Are you allowed to fish there? Do you swim there every day? Everybody does exactly that.
1: Auckland Council's Scott De Silva accompanying Ngati Whatua or Kaipara members to the site of the accident today. Arahui has been put in place.
2: It's usually a reasonably standard process, and I um, we support Mana whenua in that. In that regard, they, um, they're supporting council on terms to make sure that there's a um, sort of
1: safety over the beach over this time. Jonathan Tevinard is a regular surfer at Miraway and he wants to see more control over vehicles on the beach. You know, it's like Mad Max up there sometimes. If you drive up the beach looking for a wave, and then here comes all the, all the tradies. So it's like 20 trucks bah! right up the beach or showing off to each other. I mean, I think sooner or later there's going to be an accident. However, he says a permanent ban may not be so simple. It is awesome when you can drive your four-wheel, four-wheel drive up the beach and go and look for a wave and park up and go fishing. And, and I think that's like a, an important part of New Zealand culture as well. So it's also trying to find that balance. Locals say the beach can get extremely busy on the weekend, but with it being so expensive, it's uncommon that two cars will come across each other. While the council says that car access to beaches is an ongoing conversation, these locals and regulars of the beach want an outright ban, not just for the safety of people, but for the protection of all beach wildlife. Well, any vehicle driving on a beach kills whatever's underneath it on the sand. So when you have complete saturation of the vehicles, you've killed everything along that strip of beach. Graham Lowther, says the solution is obvious. Well, there's only one option and that's this complete ban. Turn it into a sanctuary. Turn it into a, a park, a national park. I mean, we're meant to share this, these areas with creatures, not kill them. Auckland Council says there have been several similar incidents to yesterday's accident in recent years, including in 2015 when four people were killed.
0: And if you were listening to that report on radio, you can check out the video version. It will be on our web page. We are joined now by Auckland Council's Regional Parks Principal Specialist, Stephen Bale. Kia ora, Stephen.
2: Kia ora, Lisa. How are you?
0: I'm well, thanks. Can you tell us any more about what actually happened in the incident?
2: No, look, the matter matter's being looked at by police, so we'll leave any comment in relation to the events to them.
0: OK. Is it time to ban driving on the beach?
2: Uh, Certainly there's a a very strong call from some aspects of the community to ban vehicles on beaches. Be mindful that uh, the impact of vehicles on beaches at Muriwai is not just solely felt at Muriwai. We have Kariatahi in Auckland and there are beaches in the Kaipara area and far north and elsewhere in the country where driver behaviour on the beaches is uh, is certainly less than desirable. It's a a bit of an issue everywhere.
0: What kind of behaviour have you seen this summer?
2: Uh, I haven't necessarily been out to the beach myself this summer, but certainly um, hi- historically we have seen, you know, uh, people riding in trays. We've seen vehicles doing donuts. We've seen vehicles in sand dunes, uh, excess speed, basically um, passing very, very close in, in, in to pedestrians and other beach users, um, unregistered, unwarranted. Uh, I'd call it dangerous driving in the in the least. Certainly, some uh, have been reckless driving.
0: What would it take to implement a ban? Can you do that? When I say you, I mean the council. Could you, could the council huh. go ahead and do that?
2: Uh, access to Moriwaii beaches, uh, there are multi, several access points. One's controlled by Auckland Council, the other's controlled by Auckland Transport. So collectively, if council and transport decided uh, uh, to impose uh, or close vehicle access to the beach, yes, they could. Um, but as I think one of your other uh, speakers I heard uh, say... Yeah, there is a group of people who use the beach because they are driving up to fish and or surf and or um, kite surf. And there are a group of people who are driving up the beach because it's uh, an awful lot of fun and they just want to drive fast and drive on the sand. Uh, The first group tend to drive responsibly. The second group tend not to. Um, So...
0: So what Um, more can be done about that, Stephen, if not a ban, Because obviously there are parts of that beach where drivers can go up to 60 kilometres an hour. So is it time to lower that speed across the board?
2: Well, lower the speed limit. The the speed limit on the beach is 30 kilometres an hour until you get to the Akiritoto stream, in which case it then goes to 60. Uh, We've had anecdotal reports of vehicles travelling well in excess of 100 kilometres an hour on that beach Um, In fact I've had one report several years ago now, uh, vehicles travelling up to and possibly in excess of 140 So the speed limits are there, Uh, they're ignored Um, Enforcement and um, a tighter set of rules enforceable rules by central government looking at at control of beaches at a national level um, consistently rather than uh, leaving it up to the council's on a case-by-case basis, uh, would be a good start.
0: Right, so you'd like Uh, government uh, to step in, Stephen. That would be the best response.
2: I would like government to ensure that the rules around driving on beaches had teeth and were enforceable much more simply than they are now.
0: So what kind of teeth? Are you talking about punishments or what?
2: I'm talking about infringement notices to registered owners of vehicles. I'm talking about um, greater decision-making. Well, you know, in terms of, Paper road access to a beach, for example, um, you know the ability of councils to close access to the beach a little more simply if they are unformed legal road entry points.
0: So, is council uh, going to have there some conversations number. with government about this?
2: Well, that's a matter for um, others in our organisation. Certainly, it's it's something I believe we should be doing.
0: Okay, so you do temporarily close the beach over certain periods of time. So over the New Year's to mid-January, the beach was supposed to be closed. So you do it sometimes. What, why not more frequently over, say, for example, the peak of summer when it's super busy?
2: Yeah, that could be done. Um, one of the challenges, again, comes down to the, the multiple entry points you know, Auckland Council can control and make decisions about closing the entry point through uh, the regional parkland. Um, you know that's, that's relatively simply done. Another entry point is via an unformed legal road. That's a little more complicated, uh, and that's a decision decision-making structure that's um, that's gone through by Auckland Transport. Through the summer period, we tend to close because of for a number of reasons. One of the core reasons is um, obviously the beach has got a lot more people on it. There's a lot more um, yeah holiday use of the environment, but also the fire risk in that area is is pretty high. It does get even higher, but uh, yeah, around New Year's people tend to to celebrate. They want to go camping. They've got time off. Yeah, you know, we have illegal camping up the beach. We have illegal fires up the beach, and fire is is a, is a a really uh, significant risk so for the the forest beside us, as well as the environment of the beach itself.
0: So, Stephen, whose job is it to police the rules? Is it the police, or is it council officers, or a combination?
2: Combination of the two. Um, in terms of enforcing the transport regulations, that's the police. Um, it's a role that sits with them on the on the, the, the road corridors. It's a, a role that sits with them on the beach because under the Transport Act, the beach is defined classified as a road, although it is not a road that anybody takes to go to and from work or or, um, or that sort of thing. But uh, so. Yeah, You need to have a warrant, you need to have a driver's license, you need to be registered, you need to follow the rules.
0: So is it realistic, though, to expect the police to put the resources into doing that? When you say it isn't a road to workers and it isn't a road to the shops, you know, it's a recreational area. I mean, are there simply the resources to keep an eye on these behaviours and police them properly?
2: Well, we get uh, a huge amount of support from police and police provide as much support as they are able to given that they have a much broader um, you know, set of societal responsibilities than just policing poor behaviour on a beach. Uh, so, no, um, you know, I, they do the best they can with the resources they have. And, and quite frankly, you know, should we be putting a lot more resource into people who simply can't control themselves? Uh, don't know. Uh, I think the answer is no, logically. But, um
0: you need a permit, right, to drive on beaches where, where it's allowed. And there's an online process. It seems like you can, basically everyone can get one, can't they? So what's the point of the permit?
2: The point of the permit is driving a vehicle on the beach in the Auckland region is prohibited activity unless you have a permit. The permit gives you the authority to drive on the beach. We have been looking and continue to look at giving some effect to those permits. So some form of control point which will not let you pass without a permit. Um, we're a little way off having something like that in place, but uh, certainly we had a decision from our governing body um, last council term that uh, that certainly you know authorise us to go down and, and uh, see if we could make that happen. So, so Stephen, give, do you accept right now?
0: Do you do you accept right now that that's a box-ticking exercise? Those permits
2: on the face of it, yes, it looks like it.
0: So, given that you have the authority now to pursue that, are you going to change that process, the permitting process, to make it more meaningful?
2: We're endeavouring to do that at the moment.
0: Do you have a timeline for that, Stephen?
2: No, I do not. Okay.
0: So, where to from here?
2: <laughs> Hell of a question. Yeah. Um, you know, in a perfect world, uh, anybody who is driving on Mirawa Beach or any other beach will simply follow the rules. If they don't, um, clearly council and any other organization controlling that particular beach will have to look at whether they enable continued access to that beach. Now that's a, a conversation that will obviously um, you know, spark up a bit of public um, input. Um, but if people cannot control themselves and we don't have the tools to be able to manage what's going on, on the beach really there's not a lot of options left but to shut it. If we look at environmental impact, um, You know, vehicles are doing a huge amount of environmental damage. I can only speak from what do Both to the dune system behind the beach, the beach itself, uh, and uh, the invertebrate and other populations that live on the beach. So if you were looking purely environmentally, it's a no-brainer. You'd have no vehicles on it.
0: Really appreciate your time, Stephen. Thank you for speaking with us. That is Stephen Bell, who is Auckland Council's Regional Parks Principal Specialist.